Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Pearl 4 DGS, I'm KMOX. Happy Thursday. I am taking a day off tomorrow. So Rachel Wheels will uh, run the show. Tomorrow is our first Catholic Fish Smackdown going for the coveted Golden Cod. Brand new, biggest one we've ever had. Can't even hold the damn thing. It's so big. Yeah, it's amazing. huge. I don't think there's a church big enough to hold this thing. Um, so that will be tomorrow, right at this time. Um, I think one of the celebrity guests will be my son, Nick. Mm, yeah. Fun. Very good. Judging? Right. Judging. Good. He's real judgy. We need, yeah, say we need judgy judges. <laughs> Our buddy uh, Matt Pauly joins us from Jupiter. Hey, Matt. Hey, how do you know that the uh, fish are Catholic? Oh, boy. Matt. I, I usually He's, need Wheeler for those It's kind very of jokes. clear. It's very, sort of all very clear because they made their confession. Oh, okay, I mean, you said the Catholic fish smackdown. Gonna... I imagine two Catholic fish <laughs> walking into a ring going at it. They're, they're going to keep stacking them on top of each other, aren't they? The Pope had to bless them first before they fought. Yeah. Hey, Matt, were you there the other night when Klaibs gave me that call? I was. I was sitting right next to him. That was so sweet. Wasn't that so nice? He is the greatest It was. Guy. He is an amazing human being, and I am proud to be able to call him my friend. Ditto. Right back at you. Yeah, yep. he... He's the best. By the way, you and he are doing the show tonight, the countdown to opening day. Yeah, 6 o'clock to uh, 8 o'clock. It's going to be a fun one tonight. He's got a conversation with Matt Carpenter and Dusty Blake. I talk with uh, Andrew Kittredge and Thomas Sejaci. So we got a lot going on on the show tonight. What did uh, what did Sejaci have to say? For those that don't know, he's one of the guys that the Cardinals got in the Montgomery trade with Texas last year. And he's a middle infielder. What, he hit 26 home runs last year in, in, hmm. at double-A, double-A, triple-A combined uh, yeah. maybe? Uh, and he was the Texas League batting champion yeah, last year. Yeah. Yeah. So big offensive uh, player. What do you have to say? You know what? I got to know him a little bit on the Cardinal Caravan, too. Oh, yeah. I think right yeah. now he is just um, – he's very excited to be here. He, I think he feels uh, wanted by the Cardinals after getting traded by the Rangers. And I think he's just kind of taking it all in. You know, the other day, Ozzie Smith grabbed him. And they went out and worked on stuff together. Like, how cool is that? A Hall of Man. Fame, maybe the best defensive shortstop ever, is like, hey, come come over here. We're going to work mm-hmm. on some stuff. So all that is kind of coming at him all at once. And uh, I think uh, he's taking it all in, but it's also a lot at the moment. Based on that, I mean, is there any talk down there that he is a, a one of the options? Certainly not option one or two. The one and two would be Mason Wynn and, and Tommy Edmond, but... Is there any talk down there that he is at least a potential backup option at shortstop down the road? 
Maybe down the road, yes. Okay. He, he is going to work at shortstop in spring training games. Second base is his main position, but Oliver Marmel has said over and over they do want to see him at shortstop. I don't think he's really a candidate to break camp with the team, but at the same time, if Tommy Edmond starts the season on the injured list, I think all at that point, anything is possible. All right, so let's go through that because he's not he's not going through any drills or anything yet. He's not hitting yet or anything, right? I know he's shagging fly balls and he's working on center field, so he can do the defensive work, but he's not really hitting at, at the kind of pace you would want early. If he's, he's doing some one arm swings, okay, okay, yeah. So which is obviously just something, but it's it's not the same as as uh, getting out there and facing pitchers. Let's say he does start behind a little bit what's the most likely a uh, uh, solution to that is it dylan carlson most likely um can victor scott another one of the rising young players in the cardinal system can he work his way into that what's the what i know there are a lot of possibilities what's the most likely one the most likely is dylan carlson is at center field and mason Wynn plays shortstop just about every day okay and if you do need to spell him brendan donovan is the guy who would get a rep here a rep there at shortstop all right so uh, all I mean, those guys healthy now <clears throat> Uh, well, Don- I mean, Donovan is mostly healthy. They, they're not playing him in the outfield really, uh, at the beginning of spring because it's the arm that, uh, that he's coming back from. So, uh, here for a while, you're mainly going to be seeing him at second base, but he would be an every once in a while shortstop mm-hmm. option if needed. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're a little thin at the shortstop spot. So obviously you want to see Tommy Edmond be healthy and, or see Mason Wynn just be healthy and regular, ready to go. Um, all right, so we've got doubleheader. Well, not really a doubleheader. It's a split squad doubleheader, which means two separate games coming up on Saturday. So we're only a day and a half away from that. Do we know kind of the general plan that they have for this weekend? Yeah, so Matthew Libertor is going to start the game uh, that's going to be in Jupiter. Zach Thompson is going to start the game uh, that's on the road in Port St. Lucie. And then we know that Drew Rahm is going to start on Sunday against the Astros in the in the third game. I think that's as far as the announcements have gone so far. They'll put together two different groups of teams. One will stay back. One will get on the bus. And there's about 70 guys in camp right now. Man. And just about every single one of them will probably, uh, outside of some pitchers, just about every <laughs> single one of them will probably see some time between the two split squad games on Saturday. All right, so just just for points of procedure, just just to kind of sort this out, this year's spring is finally a normal one, and we haven't really had a normal spring for quite a while. So last year, for example, with the World Baseball Classic, a lot of players left the team to go play for various national teams in the World Baseball Classic. The year before, you had the work stoppage that kind of got everything started a little later. The year before that was COVID uh, or coming out of COVID. So it's been it's been a really fascinating run these last few years, but this is normal, which means probably not as many chances for young guys to get into games as spring training goes along. Exactly. So that's why Saturday's a big day. There could, I mean, there's a scenario where there's going to be some guys who are in big league camp right now and playing Saturday is going to be their only opportunity to play. And they've got to show out. Uh, there's a, yeah, there's guys sharing lockers right now. There's not enough room in the clubhouse <laughs> for all the guys who are currently in major league camp. A lot of those guys will get reassigned uh, to uh, to minor league camp. The step camp is getting underway, which is another uh, minor league thing that that takes place. So yeah, this is uh, it's going to be very important for this team coming off a year where they struggled fielding, struggled base running, cardinal way stuff. The the way the Cardinals fans expect the club to play coming off a year where that stuff wasn't there. I think it's that much more important and that much more pronounced that this year a lot of the mainline starters play a lot more in spring. All right, anything else buzzworthy today? 
Not really. That's the, that's from the best part <laughs> so of camp. We're, in, we're into the boring part now. We're we're into yeah. the let's get the game started part. You know what's crazy is there's only five or six days of full squad workouts before they yep. start Grapefruit League play, and like that first day or two is cool, but then the next three days just drag. You just <laughs> want to get to the games. You don't want to see any more just like fly ball drills or ground ball drills or anything like that. I, I've, I've watched enough guys playing catch for for you. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it, pal. You bet. Okay, so that's six p.m. tonight. Wheels. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah, Fox, the countdown for the countdown opening day. Yeah. Fox News is having quite a day. We played to the thing about uh, black people like sneakers, so they're going to vote for Trump. Uh, just get a, a load of this headline on Fox News: Georgia fisherman hooks reels in man's body from river. Probably thought he had the biggest catfish ever. That's the headline. It's the headline. Wow. You could probably just just leave that last part off. So weird. I don't understand. Can I tell you who drives me crazy? It's not me, is it? Flat earthers. Oh, my God. I'm going to drive like a bat out of hell to get home in time to watch the lunar lander. Yeah. First time in 50 yeah. years we've we've landed anything on the moon. Looks like we're landing on the, this always screws me up, the bottom of the moon to us. Right, right. Which in space, I'm not sure there is a bottom. Nope. Um, but... Just look at all this. Here's what I hate about flat earthers the most. Most You're so self-important. You really think that for all this time since Galileo that we have been making all this up and faking all of this and just somehow pulling the technology out of our butts to show you the moon and Mars and all this just just to fool you guys, just to snicker at you behind your backs. Yeah, like I've, that's the thing I've never understood is why. Why would, by the way, why would we perpetuate this for 5,000 years? Because the earth was proven to be round via mathematics and understanding of physics, like in the Egyptian times, maybe even sooner than that. So why for 5,000 years would everybody be doing this? What's the point? Yeah. What is, what is the ultimate end goal and yeah. like what are what are the powers that be getting out of it just and why is everybody going us? along I, with it rach you say you find yourself uh, pitted against your fellow females on something well when it comes to filming yourself in the gym uh i i see a lot of girls doing this and getting called out online and i've just got to after seeing so many disastrous videos of it happening and people getting into verbal altercations I just think you shouldn't film yourself when you're at the gym. It's unless it's a gym that like specifically says, hey, everyone here is cool with being filmed. So go ahead and do it. I think you're kind of asking for trouble in a way whenever you're working out and people are sweating. People are trying to get their workouts done and you're filming and then you're getting mad when people are getting in the shot and all this stuff. Just don't just if you're going to film yourself working out, do it at home. Mm -hmm. Don't do it in the gym. And what about DoorDash? So DoorDash uh, is having some hardships in Seattle right now. So they've passed a, a bill that says that there's like a $5 extra surcharge when it comes to delivery. And I guess that that goes to the DoorDasher. And, uh, and it's all about like meeting certain minimum wage requirements. 
Uh, but as it turns out, that makes less people want to order DoorDash because now I guess DoorDash is the most expensive one mm. you use anyway. It's mm-hmm. like more expensive than Uber Eats and stuff. Mm. Uh, but now with this extra charge, it's just become so expensive that consumers aren't using it anymore. And the Doordashers who are still out oh, there doing it, interesting. I mean, they're not making as much money because they're just not picking Killing up as much goose, order. Mm-hmm. But my unpopular opinion is like, when it comes to DoorDash, when it comes to Uber Eats, when it comes to all these gig services that you hear about, we have been getting away with it being cheap for so long. Like, when you really think about it, you're paying someone to go in their car and go mm. get your food. Oh, yeah. And you barely pay more than what you're paying at the establishment. I mean, that's not sustainable, really. So it's not a huge surprise to me that whenever they add an extra fee on on like this, it just kind of yeah. peters out. I agree. You know what? You know, people say, like, my Roman Empire is blah, 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 what they yeah. think about. You know what my flat earth is? Mm. Mountain climbing. Today I saw a TikTok. That it's not real? Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no one's ever done it. Uh, I saw a, uh, a video of people who are summiting K2, which is supposed to be twice as hard as, uh, as Everest. Mm-hmm. And they're just up on this peak the size of a Volkswagen. Yeah. 27,000 feet in the air. And I'm yeah. like, that didn't happen. Yeah. No, no one does that. How about the guy that did all of the the fourteen thousand? Oh, yeah, did it all in like one summer, he, one season. He was just running up them. He's amazing. I, you watch the documentary, right? The video of that with the GoPros is just stunning to me. What a, I mean, like how? I know, crazy. Nuts. Uh, okay, going to take a break. Going to be back uh, in a couple minutes. Bottom of the hour, our friend Trish Gazelle is going to stop by, and then Susan L. Ward will be here. Uh, some really good and useful stuff. If anyone out there is facing divorce, we're going to talk about what bad behavior does to a divorce. Going to talk about what addiction does to a divorce. Four twenty-three DGS. So Wheels, Mike Lindell is going to have to pay up. Well, you remember his his big conference that he held that was he said he got this data that proves or that that he that proves the election was stolen and that it's real data and he said I'll give anybody who can prove that it's not real 5 million dollars. That's how confident I am. So he held this big conference and a lot of people showed up. Well, one of them proved it and then Mike Lindell said, "Nope, I'm not paying you." Uh, and then it's gone to court now a judge has said, "Yeah, you owe that guy 5 million dollars because he absolutely proved that it wasn't real, wow. or that that the data was not on legit. So many levels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just another another one of the you know whole election was rigged fantasies, right? I mean, every time they're actually put to a test, either in a courtroom or in this case by a guy who's a computer programmer, a coder who looked at the code, who ran you know ran his uh, um, algorithms on it, and said, yeah, like none of this is real. Hmm. It's not real data. I remember whenever that was like really going crazy you know at the beginning and people would post this so-called code to twitter and be like can anyone decipher this right right and i'm going like this is a bad sign if you have no idea what you're looking at and you're looking for someone else to come in and validate it for you like it reminds me of like being a little kid and pretending to to like you know i'm a spy or i'm hacking or something and you're just making up nonsense on your parents computer yeah and and i'm sure what happened because he's a true believer in this is somebody gave him data and said this is the real deal mike i'm telling you i got it you know this is what the chinese could have intercepted via satellite whatever and he believed it and then he put out the challenge and the guy proved it wrong and then he didn't want to believe it (laughs) 
<laughs> you guys want some fun facts? Fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fun. Neuropsychology has shown that short-term memory, this is really interesting, short-term memory lasts 15 to 30 seconds. After that, it either has to be encoded as a long-term memory or it simply decays and goes away. I'm familiar with the decaying and going away. That's yeah, something. No <laughs> uh, story about elephants, which I can't really use. How about that? You can't say a story about elephants on KMOX. Really? Yeah. What, it's what, weird what? that they put it in the radio show prep packet. Okay, I'll use it. Uh, blame this one on Rach. Male elephants can control the stuff the same way they control their trunks. There's a rhyme in there, but I'm not going to use it. Oh, that's oh, well, that made it creepy. I don't know. I I I think oh, I think elephants are great and adorable, and I I don't know. There's something endearing about that. They're controlling their genitals. Yeah, like yeah. Their I, no, I got it. I got it. I just oh, okay. So that we was thought your... maybe you didn't understand. <laughs> no, because no. you're like oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I think it's kind of mm. endearing. I don't know. Endearing? I love elephants. Endearing? Yeah, it's like a party trick. It's like fun. I mean, seeing it as a party trick is different than going like, aw. Yeah. Yeah, one of those is appropriate, one's not. One's like, oh, bro, look at that. Yeah, that's a... No, I'm not, I'm not, but I'm, I don't look at an elephant and go, oh, bro. I go like, oh, look how cute it is. It's going nowhere good. Elephants also think we're cute, just so you know. Yeah, it's adorable. I love elephants. They're like the best animals. Tic Tacs are almost pure sugar, but since the each one has less than 0.5 grams, they're legally allowed to round down and say that they're sugar-free. Oh, oh interesting. But if you eat the whole thing, mm. that's sugar. sugar. Yeah. My brain is so broken, I thought you mispronounced Tic Tac. When you said Tic Tacs, I was like, no, it's Tic Tac. Tic Tac is all brain sugar. It's pronounced Tic Tac. Columbia was the last Ivy League school to accept women. Anyone want to take a guess what year it was? I'll say 1976. 2004. 1995. Yeah, you all suck. You're doing the whole, like, how much can I bench press? 5,000 pounds? <laughs> 1983. Yeah. Wow. So That's when, I, when I graduated in 1982, no, you were fine. Uh, when I graduated in 1982, none of the females from my class could go to Columbia. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Rachel, have some Papa John's news? I do. I, I saw this on Reddit the other day. Someone got on uh, the Papa John's subreddit, which for some reason popped up on my phone, and was complaining about the reason. fact that they asked for two pizzas and some breadsticks, and uh, then they were like, oh, get pepper packs. So they asked whenever they were checking out, like, can I have some red pepper packets? And they said, no, it'll be 10 cents for each one. And they're like, this is just so ridiculous. Everything's an upcharge now. Well, someone replied and said, this actually happens every single day. I started a Papa John's in 2012, and we have been charging the whole time. It's just a lot of times these stores give you these perks for free, and then corporate comes in and cracks down and then starts charging you. But it's not like just because it's 2024 and just because inflation is wild, you're suddenly paying for these condiments now where you didn't before. It's you're just used to getting them for free. So I just thought that was kind yeah. of interesting because we get kind of spoiled and we're like, mm-hmm. this is a free perk and now you're making me pay for it. It's like, well, it was never really yeah, free Yeah, we just talked about with. that. Andrew and I, the last time I went down there last week and they made me pay for the hmm. garlic dip stuff. I think when they give it to you for free, they're just doing it out of the kindness of their mm. heart. Welcome back, guys. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. DGS on KMOX. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to have uh, my friend, Susan L. Ward's going to be on. She's going to talk about uh, conduct, you know, like good conduct, bad conduct in divorces and about addictions. So what happens if you or your spouse have an addiction? How does that affect a divorce? So that's coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, Trish Gazelle's here. I snuck in. How are you? Hi. Hey. My key still worked. I was wondering. <laughs> I thought you said on my keister. No, I was well, like, what a, what a strange 1940s reference. Swipe card would work. <laughs> I do. I'm in here every day and I still do that. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's a scary day when it doesn't open for you, mm. or like anyone who works in an office and your your password doesn't work for some reason. It's like, oh my god, I just got fired. <laughs> yeah, I think that every single time <laughs> they got me. <laughs> and then you don't, and you're like, damn. <laughs> Rach, uh, yes, your beloved all you can eat Red Lobster Shrimp Fest. Yeah, it's canceled. Like, well, it it like put them eleven million dollars in the hole or something crazy. <laughs> USA, like that. That, USA. Yeah, I that mean, was mostly me. Is that like shrimp something you fill up on? Like they should have thought about. <laughs> oh that. my god, you can eat a lot of shrimp. shrimp, right? Yeah, not well, one more shrimp. Have you guys ever been to All You Can Eat Shrimp at Red no. Lobster? Yes. No. It's, well, it's great because they let you like take an extra order home. Oh, yeah. so Maybe you can. That was no the wonder. Yeah, I think that was. The, I think money. the servers are like way too nice about it, and that's how they lost a bunch of their money. But it may mean it was to get keisters and seats. Uh, keisters, the word but of the day. I guess people were just, you know, just doing that and like, nope, we're not going to get drinks. We're just going to do waters and we're going to go home. That's what, I, I would do that with my mom. We'd go there and we'd just, I mean, and they let you pick whatever, like they let oh, you mix and match you, the shrimp. Your angle towards, yeah, the oh, all yeah. you can eat thing. Oh, yeah. And, you, and you're right. We were there for like two hours. Uh, just shrimp. was one of those restaurants when I was a kid that I always wanted to go to because there yeah. weren't many. Yeah. As many restaurants as when we were kids, but we never went. Yeah, that was tall cotton. That mm-hmm. and Flaming Pit. And like <laughs> once pit. once I was an adult and was able to go to Red Lobster, I'm like, oh my God, these biscuits. <laughs> what have I been missing out on all these years? <laughs> so Where, good. What was your like going out schedule as a kid? Like, did you, you mean guys... with my family? Like, yeah. we did not go out to eat a lot. My mom, who, you know, worked every day, so did my dad, with dinner on the table when she got home. So we went out, I mean, I'm just going to guess once a month, if that. And like, what, what was the. It was special. What was your speed? 
Where would you guys uh, go? We would go to like Rich and Charlie's or there was a place called Ron and Shirley's. I don't know yeah. if that was a spinoff or what. Yeah. They're competing with each yeah. other. Like, you know. Shirley and Charles are going to get together. That kind of speed. What a hell of a salad that would have been. <laughs> Ron and Shirley's, Rich and Jack Charlie's. and Francis went out surprisingly frequently, like with me. Yeah, that we would, is surprising. They had all-you-could-eat fish at IHOP. On ah. Wednesdays. How weird is that? That sure. is weird because you think they'd have it on Friday. Yeah. So we would go, well, Fridays we would go to the American Legion and get fish. To, I would pay $500 for one of those meals right now. Yeah. You know? I mm-hmm. bet it was good. And they would have a big table with like funeral pie, you know, like yeah. like what people make for funerals. And you just go up there and you just grab one. Green beans, Ugh. fish probably. What else? Mashed potatoes. Speaking oh of, tomorrow good. is the first SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be here. I took a day off. Rach is going to run the SmackDown, and it's St. Stephen's, right? Correct. All right. So everyone out there who's from St. Stephen's, listen in. See how your guys do. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, divorce attorney Susan L. Ward will be here. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX. few minutes shy of 5 p.m. Here with my good friend and client, Susan L. Ward. Good to see you. You too. Always so great to see you. Um, we've just been catching up about, you know, just kind of gossiping and things like that. And isn't it weird? Sometimes I miss those days. Even though I hated it, I was just right. not molded to be an attorney. <laughs> right. But I look back at that and, like, there's always fun. There's always, like... Squeeze it hard enough, there's some nectar comes out. There right? is fun. And even in in the family law world and divorce, that they, there's people that you love. There's clients that you really enjoy. Um, there's always the other side of that equation. Absolutely. But I, I love that area of the law because it has to do with dealing with people. In law school, I knew I never wanted something that was going to be paper. Yeah. Just paper, just a desk. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Like, you and I have done charity work together. I love the big ones. Alzheimer's, cancer, it's uh-huh. it's fantastic. But when it's a local on the ground, and you know that if you raise $10,000, they'll have it tomorrow, to me, that's an analogy for family law. You can do big corporate mergers. You know, this is going to affect things 50 years down the road. What you do affects people that minute. It does. It does. And it's sometimes the blender effect that we're affecting every single part of their life all at once. But uh, you're going to see results from good ba- good behavior, good strategy, good choices much faster. And the thought of hundreds of pages of documents just oh. was never my thing. Trust me, I did that for a little <laughs> while. Know. Let's talk about a couple things, really important things, really interesting things. Uh, for most people, if they have not been divorced themselves, uh, what they know about divorce is from movies and from television and the way it's portrayed is what did he do versus what did she do? And he was this kind of a dirtbag and she was that kind of a dirtbag. And and it matters. Back when I was doing it, it would matter. But you say it matters less today. Let's talk about that. I Yeah. And I think that's I probably have to say that with a little bit of a caveat because Missouri law does provide for inequitable divisions of property or attorney's fees awards or maybe more spousal support because of conduct. Mm -hmm. And conduct can be anything from financial misconduct or a a lover, a paramour, as we call them, uh, addictions, gambling, drugs, Mm -hmm. where the money goes away. But in terms of the old fashioned, someone had an affair, someone stepped out on the marriage, I would tell you that all in this metro area, there just isn't that much weight. And so people aren't using, you know, we were having the conversation earlier. They're not using private investigators to go see someone at their boyfriend or girlfriend's house. And um, they're not, that does not have value 
for better or for worse. Morally, yeah. ethically, it is not weighed in as heavily as perhaps in back generations. Yeah. And even back 20 years ago when I was doing it, I would always you – know, people would come into my office with a story. Everyone has a story. And they didn't like it. But I would say, just so you know, it's impossible to shock a divorce judge. Oh, that's Don't, true. You know, like <laughs> you, my <clears throat> my wife has a boyfriend. My husband has a girlfriend. I'm going to clean him out. Ah. <laughs> There you know. are very – there really are very few situations like that. And I always shocked my parents because they were shocked by everything that came out of my mouth if I was talking <laughs> in general about work and the divorce world. But when you hear these stories about these relationship breakups, there's a similarity at all yeah. at all times. And there's always there's always something that's going to yeah. shock your senses yeah. every now and again. But an affair or, or an addiction or things like that are not – they're not. They're not they that shocking when you hear it well, all the time. Let's talk about addiction. We we were talking about this when we got together earlier. Uh, I've had addiction in my life. You've had addiction in your life. Mo- very few of us have not been touched by it. With you know, the, you yourself, a spouse, a child, what have you. Uh, but you were making the point that even if someone has a serious addiction, that is not the end of the story. Absolutely, that doesn't not. mean Correct. you're going to lose everything. You're going to lose your kids. Correct. Correct. And a lot of people are afraid to seek treatment. Mental health, um, addicts, any of that, they're afraid to seek treatment because they think that the court will look down on them or that will be a black mark on their on their arrangement. But the court actually wants to see people in recovery. They want to see you get to recovery. So they want you to go to a treatment center. They want you to go inpatient. They want you to see your psychiatrist and be medicated if that's part of it and do do everything you can to be the best person you can be. You know, the analogy I use is this, the treat your family and your situation like they tell you on the plane. Put your own mask on first so that you can help your child put theirs on. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the court views that as is putting on your mask and yeah. getting yourself healthy so that then you can be a better parent. How much has it changed? Was it Sickenthaler, uh, the case back yeah. when I was doing it where it was like the presumption was that dads were going to get every Wednesday and every other weekend. And I can't tell you how many hearts I broke by telling a guy that. Um, but I but I'm an equal parent or I do even more than my wife does. Has that changed uh, quite a lot since then? Very much so, because now the statute presumes seems to presume. And I would tell you that there's argument about that. But the statute statutory presumption is more that we start at 50-50 custody and then why not? Mm-hmm. Is it geography? Is it is it something in your life, uh, medical, mental? Is it um, your job? Yeah. You know, it's – you go away from 50-50 instead of getting to 50-50. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to Susan L. Ward. Uh, so let me ask you this. With people who have kids – they uh, either are terrified that someone's going to want them to be a part of the process or they want them to be a part of the process. You wait till my 13 year old tells the stories about, you know, dad stumbling around. Does that happen? And what are sort of the rules for that? Highly discouraged. The court does not want to see a child in court. And by child, that's basically high school downward. They don't want to see the kids in the middle. They don't want to see the kids talking against a parent. But that's the role of a guardian ad litem, which is an attorney that the court can appoint that is looking out for the best interests of the child and can speak with the children and can speak with both parents um, 
they take a role as the child's advocate and then report to the court, so to speak, so that the child will not come in and testify. And the guardian ad litems, is that used as much as it used to be? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. That always much. seemed like a, a wonderful thing. It's, and everyone uh, has their own favorites, you know, right. attorneys who do that. And Right. You know. It's a good, um, it's a good third ear on the case instead of just mom's ah, advocate or dad's advocate. Very interesting. Uh, how do people get in touch with you, Susan? At 314-783-9400 or stlfamilylaw.com. And pretty much if they can hear us, they can they can use you. You have satellite offices yes. in multiple counties. No more satellite offices, but we do practice in multiple counties in the metro. Excellent. Thank you, hon. Good to see yeah, you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 